Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jesse, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our taste test episode where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet and then we'll tell you what we think. On this episode of the taste test, Jesse samples Nocturna by Maya Motain. What did it taste like, Jesse? Oh my goodness. So Sigs, it tasted like cream soda with a splash of buttered caramel topped with sweetened butterscotch whipping cream. I'm like an insulin uh, shock. You, that sounds like something tasty. We're all in insulin shock. It's actually butter beer. It reminded me of butter beer oh. from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Whoa. Yeah, I know. If you've ever gone to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and I think there are a number of locations around the world, including Singapore, believe it or not, it tasted exactly like that. It was creamy, it was velvety, and it was rich. And it had introduced me, at least, to the Latinx culture and new magical world where it pairs a prince and a thief in a double heist in a fight for good over evil with redemption along the way. So yes, it was really magical. It was, again, creamy. And I think at this time of the year, I feel like hibernating. So I want something rich and something syrupy. It was kind of like an Narnia Harry Potter mood. And, you know, coming across this was fun. And then at the same time, it was a heist book, which is in kind of theme for this week, at least, with our main episode. So yeah, it was fun and it was frothy is the way I would also describe it. Well, you just described something extremely, like, rich. Was it worth the pop culture calories? Yes, apart from the frothiness and fun, I was certainly (laughs) satisfied. It satisfied my craving for something magical. I think ever since the last Harry Potter movie, unfortunately, Uh the crimes of the Grindelwald haven't really kind of fulfilled that kind of magical cravings that I've had at this time of the year because typically if it's not in the summer it's usually in the winter that they show those films so I was kind of telling Michael I said I really want more of this magic feel and I know in a previous episode I was talking about how I burned through lock and key I was still on this kind of like hunt for magic and this was a lot of fun there was a lot of magic throughout and it was this idea that everyone could do magic and that each of us were vessels for magic and that magic was in the ether you just had to have a good relationship with magic to flow through you to actually use it. So if you were too aggressive with the magic in the air, Uh it would shy away from you. If you were too feeble, you know, it would overtake you and overwhelm you. So you had to have a good balance to take in the magic. And then once you were finished with the magic, you would have to kind of let it Mm -hmm. go and let it back into the atmosphere for someone else to use. So it was really fascinating that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then each person had a magical innate property. And so some people had elemental magic at their fingertips and other people could actually see other people's magic and mimic their magic. And so it was kind of fun along the way. And then there were like new spell words and spell casting. So it it was certainly worth the pop culture calories. And again, it satisfied this kind of craving that I usually have this time of the year where I'm looking for something magical. 
This is a perfect link. I can hear it from you, what you've just mentioned. So what does it remind you from the pop culture buffet? It certainly reminded me of the Harry Potter series, kind of like a brand new world, something magical, something elemental. I felt like that there was a lot of history. It was set in a place called Castellan, which I kind of got uh-huh. the feeling that it was set somewhere, of course, in Spain and sometime in kind of like a medieval setting. As far as I'm concerned, it, it was like Harry Potter meets Prince and the Pauper meets the second season of Prison Break. Instead of them breaking out of prison, they had to actually break into a prison. I'm not giving away too much, but that was one of the things that they had to do amongst the many things that they needed to do to pull off a couple of heists along the way. You're like setting up some major hooks. Now, what did you appreciate about it? What did I appreciate it? I appreciated that it was a quick read. It is a young adult fantasy book, and, you know, it wasn't... Mm -hmm overly complicated in its plot structure, but I wasn't looking for something layered. I was looking for something fun and, again, frothy and syrupy and yet really escapist in in a particular dimension in terms of magic. I also appreciated uh-huh. the references to Latinx culture. It was just interesting that they used a lot of oh, Spanish yeah. words. And then, there, of course, there were a lot of Spanish loan words. And uh, being Filipino and speaking Tagalog, sometimes some yes. Tagalog has some of the Spanish loan word. So some of the spells were certainly coded in Spanish. The other thing Uh that I really appreciated about it was its allusions to the impact on colonialization. So there's this kind of backstory where Castellan was colonized by this, I guess, neighboring kingdom called Englas, which made me think that it was English. And Uh Englas, or the Englasers, came to Castellan, colonized them before they were driven out. And at the same time, what they did was they basically told them to stop speaking their language. And when they stopped speaking their language, they also stop speaking magic or used to magic were able to use magic yeah so I just thought oh like total colonization it totally was it was like you know and then they talked about how that that got rid of their culture but slowly reclaimed it over time so that certainly something interesting it was a way of I guess talking about colonialization without necessarily kind of beating your head over it and then I think the last thing that I appreciated a lot about it was the world building. So it was fun to read about a brand new world. And I think that that's kind of part of the craving that I had. I was looking for, again, a magical new world to be introduced to. I have a quick question, though. Is this the first of yes. this series? Um, yes. The so first? Nocturna okay. came out last year, I believe. Apparently, I guess it was so successful that a second book is actually coming out this spring called Occulta, ah. which I think pairs up again the prince and the thief. And there is a romantic tension between the two, although they don't necessarily get together. You know, it'll be fun to see this pair kind of come back together. So there seems to be kind of this illusion that this is more than just kind of one adventure. It sounds like there's going to be a couple of adventures. And to be quite frank, I hope someone options this to be a movie at some point. Well, clearly, I'm gathering you would sample again if you just mentioned this. Yes, I would certainly. What I would sample is the sequel. I don't know that I need to read it again. I thought it was pretty okay. straightforward, but I would certainly be interested in sampling whatever comes next and many other books that come next after this. So I thought it was a you know a great introduction to a new world that again I hope someone options and it was just fun seeing worlds collide. You know, a prince colliding with a thief as they try to actually pull off a couple of heists along the way and save the kingdom at hand. To whom would you recommend this? 
that's who I'd remember. <laughs> anyone that likes casting spell or anyone who misses inhabiting temporarily some type of magical world like Harry Potter. So if you know you're wanting a young adult fantasy driven novel, like a really good read over the weekend, over a couple of weekends, depending how fast you want to read, and you like hearing spell casting and you know people talking about magic, this is probably a good book for, for that individual. Hey, you know what? I'm totally convinced. Quite intrigued. And folks, if you guys decide to pick up Nocturna, tell Jesse and I what you guys think about it. And you can email us at hollowhollowpopculture at gmail.com. Tell us what you guys think about Nocturna. Or if you guys have some other recommendations for some future taste tests, you can also find us at Twitter. Our handle's at hollowhollowpop. And we're on Instagram at hollowhollowpopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chel Turingen. We'll see all of you guys again soon. See you guys soon. No, just eat butterbeer, man. Mm. You're totally mad at me hankering for one. Mm. <laughs>